Today, we will travel back in time to one of the most pivotal moments in modern history, the Second World War. More specifically, the tragic raid on Dieppe in France on August 19, 1942. I'm Florence Rodrigue, and I will now take you on a tragic journey to the coast of France and tell you the amazing story of a remarkable Canadian soldier by the name of Vincent Largo. Be prepared, though, this is not going to be a summer vacation. It is the spring of 1942, right in the middle of the Second World War. The Germans have invaded Russia. Almost all of Europe is under German occupation and the Allied forces have been pushed back to Britain. The American and British forces are completely exhausted but hopeful after their recent victory of the Navy against the Japanese earlier in June in the Battle of Midway. The war is far from over. There is no time to rest. The Allied forces are struggling to find a way to gain some grounds against Germany on the continent, but they are not yet ready to proceed with Operation Overlord and completely invade Western Europe, even though the Soviet Union is pressuring them to do so. British Prime Minister Winston Churchill prefers to proceed with smaller attacks, commando style, to exhaust and distract the Germans. A commando is a small group of soldiers trained to make quick and destructive raids against the enemy while the rest of the army is still at large. Inspired by the Germans' Operation Barbarossa of June 1941 against the Soviet forces, the Allied forces are now planning Operation Jubilee on the port of Dieppe in France. The goal is to take control of the village of Dieppe, destroy harbour facilities, and then withdraw by sea. The time has come to test new equipment and gain more experience so that a bigger assault can successfully defeat Germany can later take place. But Operation Jubilee requires fresh and eager soldiers. Thousands of brave Canadian soldiers are patiently waiting in Great Britain and cannot wait to fight after barely seeing any real action in the last three years. The Canadian government is getting impatient and has just demanded that British Lieutenant General Bernard Montgomery involve the Canadians so that they can play a bigger role in the fight against Hitler. His request was accepted. The Canadian 2nd Division, under Major General Roberts, will now be the main force in the Dieppe raid with 5,000 Canadian soldiers out of 6,100 troops. Among these Canadian soldiers is Private Vincent Largo, a courageous, tall, and strong soldier with dark black hair and piercing blue eyes who volunteered to join the Canadian Army in 1941 at the young age of 19 years old. Vincent is from Barrie, Ontario. He is an orphan whose father served and died in the First World War. Although Vincent never got to hear his father's war stories, he always knew that one day he would make him proud and walk in his footsteps. Largo's mother died of cancer when he was seven years old. He has no home, no family, but he has the heart and determination and wants nothing more than to serve his country and deliver the world from the evil Adolf Hitler. Vincent is not highly educated, but he has proved himself in training as a good strategist. 
The Major General is like a father to Vincent, and he is determined to do everything he can for the raid on Dieppe to succeed. It is now the early morning on August 19th, 1942. It is hot, sticky, and humid, but there is not one cloud in the sky. Vincent and his fellow Canadian soldiers are approaching by ship the coast of France on the eastern flank. Tensions are high, but Major General Roberts tells the boys, Don't worry, men. It will be a piece of cake. As the troops are making their way to the shoreline, they are suddenly and violently assaulted by a small German convoy. The German defense was already prepared for this secret assault, and the element of surprise was completely lost. Canadians, including Vincent, are not prepared for this. The Germans begin shooting down at the troops. There is no coverage. Thousands of men are falling, quickly. Many cannot even make it to the shore. It is a complete disaster. This is not what Vincent was expecting. He runs and runs and runs, dodging bullets, ignoring the bodies piling up all around him. He is looking for injured men, directing the medics to them. Suddenly, he feels it. The sharp, unbearable pain in his leg. He has been shot. Yet he is determined to save as many men as possible so they could return home alive, so their sons could see their fathers again and hear their stories. Vincent and about 20 others managed to get about 180 meters away from the German battery, and because of their talented snipers, they are able to resist for two and a half very long hours. This was not a piece of cake at all. Meanwhile, troops at the western flank were also facing difficulties, as the beach was narrow and hard to access. By this time, the Germans had already seen them coming from miles away. By the time Vincent and his fellow soldiers were safely evacuated, the Canadian army had endured heavy losses. It was the bloodiest day of the war and the heaviest toll suffered by a Canadian battalion in its single day during the entire war. In only nine hours, 907 Canadian soldiers were killed, 2,460 were wounded, and 1,946 were taken as prisoners. For Operation Jubilee to have succeeded, the troops would have needed darkness and surprise, and they got neither. In fact, they were actually more surprised than the Germans were. Although the commanders knew that Dieppe would be risky, none predicted such a tragedy to occur. However, despite its failure, it provided incredible lessons to the Allied forces. Surprise attacks and the use of tanks were things of the past. Something bigger was needed. Something that the Germans could not overtake. Two years later, on D-Day, the soldiers were backed up by massive naval artillery support, dominance over the skies and heavy fire power. This is what was missing at Dieppe and what gave the Allied forces their victory in Normandy on June 6, 1944. Vincent survived and came home a war hero on July 6, 1943, after his right leg was amputated by the army surgeon. He was praised for saving the lives of many while risking his own. Today, 
The 99-year-old still lives in Barrie, Ontario, and he is visited daily by his son and three grandchildren with whom he shares his stories with every day. Thank you.